Apple release new MacBooks and Mac mini and HomePod as of last week. And so I thought it'd be a good episode to revisit the conversation of what Mac or computer might be best for you. My name is Luke Clayton and welcome to the Must Increase podcast. Hey there, this is the Must Increase Podcast. I hope that if you haven't yet, you'll subscribe on YouTube. Of course, we're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you might be listening to podcasts. And I want to thank you for joining us for this episode. Well, yeah, Apple put out some new computer, well, some new uh, hardware altogether here last week. And it's been a while since we have, you know, maybe had the conversation about what's a good MacBook or computing device in general for you. And that's, of course, going to be an ever-expanding conversation because as there are new devices and computers, and in this case, MacBooks that are released, we're going to constantly uh, circle back to that conversation from time to time. And I will tell you this, I have a little bit of a different take on something that I have said before about uh, when it comes to what might be the best uh, MacBook in particular for you. And we will get to all of that here in a moment. Now, if you're not watching today, I'm gonna advise that you uh, check out our YouTube channel, that you go find the video version of this because from time to time, I will be referring to my screen. And so I'm gonna be sharing my screen rather and uh, kind of talking about uh, what uh, what we're looking at here on Apple's website directly. And so with that in mind, uh, let's get started. So what did Apple uh, release uh, last week? Well, there was three up updates to three of their product lines, the MacBook Pro, the Mac Mini, and the HomePod. And I'm gonna just visit that uh, real quick as far as the HomePod, and then we're gonna go talk about Macs because that's, uh, I believe, way more relevant uh, to, in particular to this episode. But it is interesting that they have brought back the full-size HomePod. So if you're not sure, if you're not aware of what the HomePod is, well, uh, that is actually a, um, that is actually uh, Apple's version of a Amazon Echo or a Google uh, Home device where the uh, the virtual assistant that is available by way that, that Apple has, and I'm not going to say uh, the name because I do not want all of my devices with, uh, with that feature to be activated in this moment. But when you say, hey, virtual assistant name here, uh, you of course can ask the HomePod uh, to do different things like of course play music uh, to uh, the, the weather and, and it's got some nice features. Basically uh, most of the stuff you can think of that maybe again an Amazon Echo or a Google Play or a Google uh, Google Home device does, uh, the HomePod will do. So they, Apple introduced this uh, originally, uh, I, I can't remember, I, I, I didn't look it up. I think it was like Three, maybe four years ago, maybe maybe longer than that. Uh, they released it. It's uh, it's a, it's a good size uh, device. It's probably. Um, <clears throat> If you're watching, you can see it's, uh, I'm trying to kind of give you an idea of how big it is. Um, but uh, it's it's a very good speaker, uh, sounds really good. But what was interesting is that they released this, they had it out there for a while. It's like, I believe it was uh, about 
$300, pri uh, it was in the price range of $300. Then they came out with a HomePod Mini, and it was a third of the price because it's about a third of the size. Same thing, just a mini version, and they came out with a HomePod Mini, and then they discontinued the HomePod with no, um, uh, uh, as far as insight to what they might do with the full-size HomePod in the future. And then all of a sudden, they bring it back. And what's interesting is you would think that, oh, they brought it back new and improved. And yes, yeah, sure, it's improved. But uh, if you uh, look at, you know, what they what they have and you kind of break it down, it's like, okay, yeah, the sound is better. And uh, they took some of the features that they added to the HomePod Mini and, of course, brought it over to the HomePod. But as far as there being any revolutionary breakthrough feature, uh, no, it seems to be exactly the same. And it's the same price. And I'm confused. So uh, if you want one of these, go for it. I don't have a full-size HomePod. I do have a couple of HomePod Minis, and, and I do like those. Uh, they are... Uh, Again, good sound quality, uh, but for me, that's that I don't see the need to spend the extra $300 just to get a full-size HomePod. Now, yes, the full-size HomePod does have better, better, better sound quality because it's a bigger speaker. Like, for example, the bass. I have uh, uh, my parents actually have a couple of full-size HomePods, and so yes, the 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 bass uh, on it is uh, is a little bit more uh, rich, and the, the sound quality in general is better. But uh, again, not a big enough deal. Uh, for me to spend the extra $300. Plus, I like the mini size because it's uh, easier to fit in, in certain places. Uh, and so anyways, uh, that's an interesting update from Apple, but we're not gonna spend much more time on that because today's episode is gonna be focused a little bit more uh, on the actual Mac and MacBook lineup. So I'm gonna share my screen here so that you can see Apple's website. Again, down here is the HomePod. If you're watching, you can learn more about that if you'd like. But uh, what I wanna look into is is the MacBook Pro and the Mac Mini. So this is a relatively, in terms of the, the look of the uh, devices, it's, there's really no change. They look exactly the same, same exact, you know, casing and, and, and hardware uh, colors, nothing, nothing has changed there. Uh, really, and the biggest improvement here is of course going to be the uh, processor. Uh, now, uh, as of the summer, of last year, uh, 2022, they released the MacBook Air, the latest version of the MacBook Air with the, and alongside that, they launched the M2 chip. And uh, for those of you uh, who don't know what that means, we've explained this before, but basically the uh, Apple has uh, uh, two or uh, I guess it's almost been three years ago, three and a half years, two, two and a half years ago. Sorry, my timelines are all off. Within the past two to three years, they have released uh, or they've started making uh, their computers using their own actual silicon. Uh, they are making the processors, whereas before Intel was providing the processors, so a third party was providing the processors for their computers. Now Apple is making all of it themselves uh, as far as they're making their own chip. And the M2 is, of course, the second generation of that. Well, now they have an M2 Pro and an M2 Max, which are the more high-end, uh, uh, powerful, uh, uh, faster versions of these uh, of, of these uh, uh, processors. So that's the big thing here, is that really the biggest difference on the MacBook Pro, you've got the M2 Pro and the M2 Max. Uh, now, whereas before it was the M1 Pro and the M1 Max. Now I'll tell you this, uh, full disclosure, I think I've mentioned it before. I have a MacBook Pro with an M1 Max uh, chip. Uh, it is a beast. It's, uh, it was, it's something that I use for all of our video production. <laughs> 
and editing uh, here. It is the, the main powerhouse that does all of that. It is a spectacular uh, computer when it comes to performance and speed. I mean, it renders and uh, exports and encodes so fast. I'm talking about media. Audio, I mean, literally it can encode an audio file, a full-length podcast audio file episode uh, like, like you're listening to now. It encodes that in, I mean, less than 10 seconds on the audio side. On the video side, it can take uh, less than two minutes full HD and it can do 4K, all of it. it it's amazing. And so uh, the fact that, uh, so uh, here's the thing. When you look at this M2 Pro M2 Max, okay, what's the big deal? Well, it's it's the M1 Pro and the M1 Max, but obviously just a little bit faster. It's an incremental boost and you can go and you can look and see uh, the actual improvements. Uh, but here's the thing. For those of uh, those out there like me that recent that that did go and purchase the M1 Pro or in my case the M1 Max MacBook Pro, uh, you're fine. You you don't need to upgrade to this. Uh, there's really no temptation at all for me to upgrade to this. I mean, I'd always you know just like probably many of you out uh, there that 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 track this kind of stuff. Yeah, it, it always bothers you that there's something out there a little bit more powerful or or better than what you have. But really, uh, the difference is so incremental. It's really not a big deal in terms of. Uh, it's, it's just not like a big upgrade and Apple didn't intend for it to be. Um, and in fact, there's a part of me that says, why, why did you uh, release this so soon? I mean, this is, this is just like, I think uh, 14, 15 months after they released the M1 Pro M1 Max. I, I really don't know why they felt the need to turn it around that quickly um, in terms of, uh, of doing an upgrade. I, I think we could have skipped the M2 series and just gone right to M3 and waited to the end of this year. I don't know, for me, pro level devices, every every two years is a very reasonable refresh cycle on that, but I'm not Apple. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and and again, these are great. I have nothing against them. Like if you want, if you're in the market for a professional, a true MacBook Pro, uh, then yeah, go for it. Go, go get, uh, go get this one. Uh, this is the one you should get. Um, and remember, uh, for, for those of you, this, this is what's sad. This is what's sickening. Uh, for those of you watching, you can see this, uh, Apple is still selling this fake MacBook pro. Just here's what you want to know. And yes, I've harped on it many times, but I'm going to go there again. If you buy the MacBook pro that has the touch bar, don't just don't, don't do it. It's not a true MacBook pro. You might as well get the MacBook Air, uh, which, uh, in my opinion, uh, is is one of the best. Uh, and we're going to talk about that here in a moment. Uh, I, I would say is one of the best uh, consumer devices that Apple has put out in terms of a computer in uh, a long time. Uh, that'd be the MacBook Air. The MacBook Pro is a a joke. It is neither a MacBook Pro nor it it is not uh, near as powerful as a true MacBook Pro or Pro device should be nor is it as portable and consumer level friendly as something like their newest MacBook Air is. I do not know why this exists. I do not know why they keep this around. They need to get rid of it. If you buy this, uh, uh, like I said, don't. Uh, it's a mistake. Uh, you're, you're, you're going to be confused. You're gonna think you paid for a pro level uh, computer, uh, but you didn't. You paid for a consumer level computer that is basically the same as their base uh, baseline co consumer level level computer, uh, and uh, you you overpaid for that, and you're not going to get professional performance. So if you are going to get a MacBook Pro, don't get the 13 inch, get the 14 inch or the 16 inch. Now in this case, we're gonna we're gonna build out a 14 inch uh, just so you can see kind of what you're looking at in pricing. Now here's something I am hearing that the uh, the SSD uh, the the solid state drive your storage uh, on these baseline MacBook Pros uh, are actually slower than the previous generation. 
that's not surprising given supply chain issues and all that. We're not going to dive into all that. I don't think it's slow enough to where uh, anybody would notice or think it's a huge deal. Um, I, I don't know. I'm kind of of the opinion too. Uh, you know, if you've got, if you're going to be getting one of these pro MacBook Pros, true MacBook Pros, you obviously have a little bit of budget because the absolute base price is $2,000. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, man, if you can really swing it and get the M2 Max, uh, you should go for it. Now, I know, look, I, I know that's more expensive. I, I know that automatic in this case is adding uh, eight, $900 to the price. I get it, but um, you just got to consider that if you're in the market for a computer like this, you really want to beef it out as much as you can in terms of performance uh, for longevity's sake. Uh, and, um, and and really that, that's what I do. So, I mean, uh, this, this is the configuration that I have, of course, of the M1 uh, version. It's the M2 Max uh, with the 12 core CPU, 16 core neural engine, uh, and then also the, uh, the 64 gig unified memory. Uh, that is, uh, what I want. Of course, now you can get up to 96 gigs of, of memory or Ram, which is just crazy. Uh, and, and, and awesome. It's, it's incredible. Uh, you can get that now, of course, uh, if you do the Apple, uh, the max out on the max. Uh, so, um, anyways, yeah, uh, this is the configuration I would, but, but you say, Hey, honestly, uh, what configuration in any of these is, is going to be fine. You're, you're going to be happy with any of this. Don't settle for 16 gigs of, of memory uh, or RAM, which is available when you do the baseline or when you do either of the Pro, M2 Pro options. Don't settle for If you're getting a Pro device, don't settle for 16 gigs of unified memory. You need to at least do 32. Um, I'm also of the opinion you need to do at least a terabyte of storage. Um, again, that's, that's a hefty price tag. I get it. But again, if you're on the market for a Pro MacBook, you're already got a minimal budget of 2000 bucks, um, then uh, I, I would say uh, if, if, if $2,000 is truly your budget, I actually have a different thought for you that I'll share here in a moment. Uh, so yeah, if you're going to go into this realm, the 14 or the 16 inch MacBook Pro, the true MacBook Pro, and you want a true high-end Pro device, uh, yeah, I mean, I say max it out as much as you can afford. Um, like I said, don't settle for 16 gigs of memory. And I, I would say it's not a crime if you go with 512 of storage, uh, but I think a terabyte uh, is, especially if you're doing a lot of video, 4K video in particular, uh, you're gonna you're gonna eat up that storage pretty fast. So that's the MacBook Pro. Now let's talk about the Mac Mini. I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on it because again, it, it is basically the same. Here is the coolest thing about the new Mac Mini. Uh, it is going to be the first desktop class, uh, desktop uh, actual desktop, I should say, computer Mac from Apple that allows you to get one the pro level chips. So they came out with the studio uh, or the, the Mac studio, or no, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, the Mac studio, sorry. I, I, sometimes I have trouble keeping all the names straight. Let's see, Mac studio, yeah. So the Mac studio here, uh, if you get this, you'll see that you can go and get the actual, uh, it, it starts with an M1 Max. Uh, which you can, of course, not M2, but again, M1 Max, you're gonna be happy with it. M1 Ultra is available with that. It's the only device or only computer you can get the M1 Ultra, which again, is just a beast of a, a chip here. But um, all that to say, the Mac Mini, uh, up until now, if you wanted to get a desktop with one of these higher level processors, uh, you could not get the, the Pro. There was no M1 or M2 Pro. So now, uh, with the Mac Mini, they do have the M2 Pro chip available. And so, what you're able to do is kind of build out a, a really nice, you know, I mean, really, this would be a powerful little machine uh, if you built it out. Again, you can get the 32 gigs of memory there. And uh, yeah, so you can see here, uh, if, if you go this route, you're able to, uh, you're really able to get a powerful little computer. Again, the M2 Pro, it's no, don't get me wrong, like I, I, 
I think the M1 Max, of course, or the M2 Max rather, is of course faster, but I mean, this M2 Pro uh, is is no slacker. Uh, and so if you're just looking for, let's, 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 uh, let's put you in a position where of course you're willing to, you're fine with a desktop. Of course, the Mac Mini, you've got to have your own screen uh, monitor display. You've got to uh, uh, either purchase a mouse and keyboard in addition uh, to the Mac Mini or already have one yourself. It is just the actual computer. But who's who with this before? Of course, yeah, you, you, you've got that. You, you're, you're good with all that. You've, you're, in terms of your desktop setup, you're good with it being a desktop. Um, I'd say it's for somebody who is doing, you know, maybe uh, audio and video editing, um, and you are wanting something that just moves a little quicker, that can, can encode and render things a little bit quicker. Um, but, you know, like I said, maybe you're not working with a lot of 4K, you're not doing a lot of high value, volume output, maybe you're putting out I don't know, like, for example, if you're a church leader out there and you're putting out, a, you know, maybe a, maybe a video, a little three-minute video every week or something like that, this is probably good. This is probably really good for you. Uh, so, yeah, I, I would look at that. Again, uh, if I'm going to go on this pro level, I'm not going to settle for 16 gigs of memory. I'm going to go ahead and get the 32. Once again, when it comes to the to the storage, the nice thing about a desktop is since it's a desktop anyway, uh, you can um, you know just plug in some external storage uh, to give you a little bit more room to move files around. So yeah, I actually think you're getting away with a little bit more. Um, uh, you can get away with maybe just settling for the 512, but I wouldn't. I would definitely say, hey, you're good to go with the one terabyte if you want uh, on the storage side. So yeah, that's the new Mac Mini, uh, and you can get the Mac Mini without the Pro. You can just get the normal M2, uh, which again is fine uh, for those who, uh, if you're wanting to have a good desktop, solid desktop computer, you're not going to be disappointed with it either way. I've I had one of these for a while. Uh, it was the M1 Mac Mini. Um, I had it um, and, and for a little while, and yeah, I, I was very pleased with it. It's very good machine. And now that you can get the M2 Pro and upgrade to 32 gigs of RAM and memory, that's that's really uh, that's a, a big plus. So yeah, uh, that's the Mac Mini. Now I want to revisit one last thing in terms of what Apple offers, and it's nothing new. It's nothing that uh, we haven't discussed on here before. However, I am going to change my 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 approach and my recommendation a little bit actually for the MacBook Air. Now I'm also I'm going to do two things. I'm going I'm to talk about the MacBook Air from a perspective of those who are looking for a consumer level device. And what I mean by consumer level is that you aren't really looking to do a high level of video editing. Basically, you're not looking to really open Adobe. Um, you know, you're not going to open Photoshop, you're not going to open Premiere, you're not going to open Final Cut or any of these, uh, you know, DaVinci Resolve or, or some type of big video editor software. Uh, you're just going to um, be uh, uh, doing consumer level things, uh, you know, checking your email, opening the web browser, using web-based apps, uh, maybe using, you know, a word processing pages, spreadsheets, things like that. Um, that is what I want to talk about. Of course, if we look at it, the M1 MacBook, the M1 MacBook Air, again, no slacker, a solid, a solid consumer of uh, computer starting at a thousand bucks. But only concern now at this point with the MacBook Air, uh, the M1 MacBook Air is, of course, we're on the M2 chip and now even higher versions of the M2 chip. And so what might, um, what, what we might be looking at, what we're definitely looking at here within the next uh, year is for this to not only get phased out, 
but to start slowing down because uh, the newer new uh, softwares and 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 files and everything are going to be optimized for the M2 chip, and so the M1 chip is just not going to run it as well. That said, if you bought one of these, you would be happy. Uh, the average person, it would last you for three, four, maybe five years, and you'd be good. But I want to talk about the actual M2 MacBook Air, which again, this came out. They say it's new. It's really not that new. Uh, it came out uh, over the summer. Uh, and uh, of, of last year. And uh, again, let, let's talk about it a little bit because I, I wanna change my tone a little bit on what I said. I wanna look at it from two perspectives. So let's go here to the buy option on MacBook Air. Let's go with the M2 chip and uh, let's, let's select this. Let's start building it out. I wanna talk about it from two perspectives. First of all, if you were the person who said, okay, I'm in this price range. I'm, I'm, go, I'm back on the MacBook Pro screen now. And yeah, if you're not watching this episode, I, I do apologize because you might be a little bit lost because uh, everything here has been referring to my screen. But yeah, let's let's go back here to the MacBook, the 14-inch MacBook Pro. Of course, it is going to have an M2 Pro chip. Uh, it's going to start with 16 gigs of memory. Uh, and it's going to have start 512 gigs of storage. Of course, your baseline price there, this is the absolute base model, the, the most affordable model of the true MacBook Pro, not the fake MacBook Pro, that's 13-inch, the actual 14-inch MacBook Pro is $2,000. Okay, well, so let's say you're working within that budget, okay? Uh, so here, here's what I would consider. Again, the M2 Pro, no slacker. It is definitely going to be a quicker processor than the M2, the regular M2, but I can tell you this, the regular M2 is really good. So here's what I would think about. I would think about taking a slightly different approach. I would say, okay, I'm gonna up this to the M2 chip uh, with eight core. Uh, and then I'm going to up it to, yeah, let's go to 512 storage, okay? Now let's go to 24 gigs of unified memory, okay? So if you're, if you're following along here and you're tracking, now we are under that $2,000, I mean, just $100 under, but we're under that $2,000 price at $1,899, so $1,900 plus tax, of course. Um, and and where, what we have here, though, is a machine that you could maybe not say is truly superior to the 14-inch MacBook Pro, the, the base model, but one that is definitely, I would say, comparable and, and maybe it's better in some ways and, and not in others. So for example, coming back over here, looking at the 14-inch MacBook Pro. All right, so what do we have here? Again, we have the M2 Pro chip. That is, that is better by definition and by, this, by the metrics. That is better than the just regular M2 chip, which is what is going to be in your MacBook Air. But we're going to, if we want to get the 32 gigs of unified memory, well, we're going to have to get up into the $2,400 total range. So if we're going to, if our budget is $2,000 and that's where it's capped, well, we're going to have to stick to 16 gigs of memory, which to me is very limiting uh, for a, that, that, that's very limiting for a, um, a, a pro level, uh, something you're going to be doing professional level um, uh, tasks on. Uh, and again, storage, again, 512, I think it's better to go with a terabyte, but we're okay with the 512. It, it's really, uh, you're, you're going to be fine. Again, you might want to grab an external drive. You might need that. Um, anyways, you just have to organize your files well, have a good, have have some good cloud storage, things like that, so that you're not stuck doing, uh, so that you don't get in a position where you're running out of space. So, but anyways, all that to say, 512 is fine. So now again, let's flip back over here to the MacBook Air. What are we doing here? Okay, well we're gonna we're gonna beef up the chip. Uh, a little bit. It's basically like the, it's still the M2 chip, but it's got the, instead of uh, the uh, eight core GPU, it's got the 10 core GPU. And that, that, that does make a, a small difference. But here's the thing. I can get 24 gigs of unified memory. I don't have to settle for 16. 
Now, unified memory or RAM is huge. Uh, now, granted, with these uh, processors from Apple, uh, now these chips are handling a lot more of the kind of workload, but the RAM still is big. The RAM has very much to do with how much you can do at one time on your computer. So the more RAM, the more you can multitask, the more programs you can have open at the same time without things lagging. This is, uh, so RAM is really important, this unified memory. So to me, I would rather have, if, you, if I had to pick between the two, I'd rather have the 20, and I've, I'm stuck on this budget, I'd rather have the 24 gigs of unified memory uh, than uh, the 16 gigs of unified memory with the Pro. That's just for me because I know how I'm gonna use uh, this device. And so this is something I would consider if you're looking for a base level entry, you're looking for something that's not completely basic but you obviously don't need, you don't have the budget or you don't need to just fully max out on a true all out pro uh, professional level device uh, or computer. So this is what I would look at right here because I can tell you from personal experience, I don't have this particular configuration. In fact, I have one that's much less and I'll talk about that in a moment, but this MacBook Air with the M2 is, is, is it's one of my favorite computers that Apple's put out in a long time. It's super thin, it's super light and portable, um, got a great display, uh, and this M2 chip, again, is, is no joke. So that's if you're a pro. If you're a pro, like I said, you can do some video editing on this, you can do some, uh, uh, of course, plenty of podcast and audio editing. Uh, you can run Photoshop on on this, uh, and, and you're gonna you're gonna feel any anything really Adobe. And as long as you're not you know trying to do an insane amount of of output on it, uh, you're gonna be really happy with this uh, as kind of a call it a prosumer level. You're not full on pro, but you are doing some pro things as a maybe more consumer level user. But if you are a true consumer level then this is where I have a redaction or a correction to make from what I've recommended in the past. In the past, I've told you, hey, you know what? Uh, let's, let's, let's reset this to the base level, uh, everything here. Um, in the past, I've told you, you know what? You, you need to make sure you're doing more than the base level on this. But I, I have to go back on a little bit if you're going to be a consumer, because here's, 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 what I, well, here's what's happened. Like I said, I have the MacBook Pro. I have, uh, I have this, this is our, um, here, I must increase, this is our uh, kind of main editing powerhouse machine. It gets passed around amongst team members to make sure that, uh, you know, we're all, it really has been a very effective workflow. We literally pass this computer around so that the different uh, editors and, and people can, can do their work without losing a beat. Uh, it's been very effective actually. So this is more or less the business one. So for my personal computer, uh, I went and picked up one of these. Um, and I was a deal. I would have never done this otherwise because I would never settle for base models, but I settled for the base model because I got a really good deal on it. I got it from Best Buy, it was an open box item. I got it for uh, a good bit less than even the asking price from Apple. And it's the base model, eight core, eight gig, 256. I know this is crazy. This is all stuff I would say, no, 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 this is a bad idea. But here's what I found. I, if I need to do heavy lifting, I'm, I'm gonna just go and, and find wherever this is at. <laughs> I'm gonna do it on here or put that work on this and whoever's on our team with the computer uh, with this MacBook Pro can do it. But for me, I'm not doing that regularly. Uh, I'm doing stuff, uh, I'm doing writing, I'm doing uh, project management with web-based uh, uh, softwares. Uh, I'm doing, I'm checking my email. Uh, I'm, um, I'm uh, doing some things in things like maybe simple design edits in, in like web-based platforms like Canva. Uh, I'm not, 
uh, doing uh, Photoshop. And I haven't. I haven't tried to run Photoshop on this or anything, and I've intentionally not done that. And so uh, the, what's really interesting is that this has been more than enough for those types of tasks. And so what I'm telling you is if you are a consumer and you aren't going to be worried about running Adobe or pro-level softwares on your computer, then yeah, go get one of these. Even the fact, I, yeah, I only have 256 of storage. But again, I'm, I, and I will say I have a really effective cloud management uh, uh, pro workflow as far as I use Dropbox, I use iCloud Drive. Um, and so um, I'm able to effectively manage my files in that way so that my, I, I've never had an issue with storage here on 256. Um, that's the only thing I will say is if you can't be as optimal, uh, if you can't, can't optimize your cloud storage, uh, you know, straight workflow like 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 maybe I like I have or, or whatever. Then I, I don't know if it would work. But but even even the two fifty six. That this is what I have. I have the minimal setup, the base setup, and I've been very happy with it. Uh, I've recommended it to others. They've bought it. They've been happy with it. All that to say, this is a really great consumer level laptop. I would pick it over. I, I would pick it over the the base the basic MacBook Air uh, because uh, it's newer, it's faster, uh, and it's thinner lighter it really is a a really uh, like i said it's 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 one of my it's one of my favorite designs overall of a, of a computer that apple has put out in recent years so uh yeah that is the update there on the uh on apple's latest computers their latest mac products we talked about the macbook the newest macbook pro uh, we talked about the MacBook Mini, which now has the ability to have a uh, Pro chip, an M2 Pro chip, and we talked about the uh, we revisited the MacBook Air, and we we looked at a really effective way. I hope I hope you really caught that. You might want to go back and look at that again if you're listening to this. You may want to go check out the video version if you're in the market for a like I called that prosumer device. Go check out that comparison between the the kind of beefed up MacBook Air uh, versus the baseline MacBook Pro, uh, and I think you might really find yourself uh, uh, drifting towards that beefed up MacBook Air. Uh, so uh, that's that that's what we talked about today, and we also looked at how you're going to be more than happy on the consumer uh, on the base as a, as a consumer, a consumer who doesn't need to do a lot of professional level task. I think you're going to be very happy with the base level MacBook Air. Well, I want to thank you for joining us for this episode. And again, remind you to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And again, check out our YouTube channel. A lot of stuff we put out is uh, is like the, this episode's a perfect example, once again, of, of something where you, you it really helps to follow along with the visuals because I basically had my screen shared the entire time. So make sure you check out our YouTube channel, uh, subscribe there, and also wherever you listen to podcasts. And we are so glad that you join us for our our episodes and uh, look forward to seeing you in the next one and because uh, we have a mission here we are looking to increase truth and inspire hope in the lives of others right here on the must increase podcast